Hello, my name is Travis Williams, President and CEO of Academics and Athletic Consultant, focused on educating and empowering tomorrow's collegiate athletic leaders. My passion is for the education and genuine concern and care for today's student athlete. It's the centerpiece of my life's work. A college education, both in and out of the classroom, is a truly rewarding benefit. For more information on AAC, you can go to www.academicsandathleticsconsulting.com. Once again, www.academicsandathleticsconsulting.com. Or you can follow me on Facebook at Academics and Athletic Consulting or Twitter at Coach TWheel24 or Instagram Travis L. Williams24. Or you can call me at 404-542-607. Once again, AAC is very proud to partner with J.R. McHenry of the Bossman Radio Show, covering sports and entertainment across the country. Please tune in weekly for informative, entertaining, and expert analysis on today's sports and entertainment topics. Thank you. Hip-hop fans, I got a great album for you. The baby album from Family Grinding NC, True Speech, and 313 Fresh. We're going to give you two discs, 33 songs of pure, genuine hip-hop. Albums available on iTunes, Amazon, Google Play, illstreetrex.com, and streaming live right now on Rhapsody, Beats Music, Spotify, Xbox Music, Slacker Radio, and SoundCloud. Check them out today, True Speech, and 313 Fresh, Family Grind, ENT. Believe in it, get it. Here we got special guest on the line out of Houston, former Ghetto Boys member, still doing it in Houston out there, man. Willie D against the Coons. Willie D, good to have you on the show again, my man. How's things going in Houston for you? Pretty good, man. I can't complain. I hear you. I need Coons. I hear you, man. Man, I wanted to talk to you, man, because it's kind of a Kaepernick thing really got under my skin about. How these coons are attacking him, saying he's doesn't respect America, he's racist, he's not respecting the soldiers. I feel like he's expressing his right as a man to express himself and say, "Hey, I don't agree with going in this country. They're oppressing black people. So why is that when a black man wants to express himself, it's a problem, or he's not respecting the military, or he's been disrespectful. So I want to get your opinion on Colin Kaepernick and then Rodney Harrison saying he didn't know he was even mixed. They didn't know he wasn't black, but you said the guy was not even black in your response about Kaepernick. So I want to get your take on that, Willie. See, the, the reason why it's always a problem when a black man speak out against injustice in America and, and in particular – uh, racism, uh, law enforcement and things like that is because none of this was meant for us in the first place. 
And so anytime we speak out, it's like, hey, you better be glad we ain't got you ain't a slave. You just better be glad you ain't a slave. Like, like really just being free ought to be enough for us. That's the way they look at it. I mean, let's just call it what it is. See, they don't look at this country like it's our country. Like they look at it like it's their country. So they look at black people like we visitors. Like this ain't our country. So the same rules that apply to them do not apply for us. Cause this ain't our country. And the way they see it, this country ain't for us. The laws, when they made the laws out the gate, they never made the laws for us in mind ever. Only part of the law that they made in mind was the oppressive part of the law to keep us down. That's it. So when we speak out against some type of injustice or whatever, hey, hey, you better be glad we let you we, we, we let you speak. You better be glad you ain't dead. You better be glad we ain't hanging you. You better be glad we we letting you walk around here. You know, so they don't they don't look at the country like it's for us. That's why when we listen to ghetto bar records and we talk about issues in the government, we're considered racist or anti-patriotic. But when a white guy do it, when one of the white rappers do it, or, or anybody white do it, that 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 makes music, they're considered a rebel. You know, they looked at guns and roses like they were rebels. Nobody never said that the guns and roses were racist, except the people who knew they were racist. You know, the people that was willing to call them on their bullshit. That 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 was the only people that was knew that they were that would call them out. So when guns and roses step out there and say how messed up the country is, they're they're rebels. They're patri- they're patriots. But when the ghetto boys do it, they want to call us racist. We're talking about the same issues, the same fucked up things that's in the government going on, the same crooked politicians, the same dirty law man. We're talking about the same people. It's just it's just coming from a different mouth. It's coming from a different mouth that represents a different skin complexion. So they so when they look at us, it's gonna it's always that double standard. It's like Donald Trump said Donald Trump said, let's make America great again. He can't make that statement if he don't think that America is not great in the first place. He must not think America is great if he wants to make it great again. To to say that, to say, to make your slogan, your presidential slogan, let's make America great again, implies that America is not great. So why you got a problem when I say it ain't great? But when Donald Trump says it ain't great, he get a whole bunch of applauses and he's the man that you want to put in the White House. But when Willie D say America ain't great, you want to put me in jail or you want to put me in the graveyard. And, and as far as now, 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 with what's the guy named Rodney Harris? That yes, Rodney yeah, uh, Harrison. Yeah, Rodney Harrison. Now, now, here, now, Rodney Harris. Okay, here's the thing. This, this is my take on Rodney Harrison. I always consider Rodney Harrison to be a stand-up dude. I, I don't. To be honest, I really didn't know if Kaepernick was mixed myself or not. I didn't know he was mixed until he came out and made that stand. I didn't know he was mixed. You know, Kaepernick is not, you know, a traditional black name. So I didn't know he was mixed either. Now, so when he said, but when he made those statements, when he made those, before, when he made those statements, it seemed like, you know, he should have, I mean, by that time he had gotten the information. Once, once Kaepernick stood up and said, this is the reasons and stuff why I'm standing up. Then some, you know, he should have did a little investigation, a little investigate before he jumped out there and said, 
where he ain't black and he don't know our experiences and this, whatever, whatever. Now, now, one thing that I do know is that very, very, very light-skinned black people that can almost pass for white uh, or just non-black, uh, oftentimes they don't feel uh, the full force of racism because oftentimes they do get a pass because people don't know what they are. They don't know, so they kind of just kind of like scoot right past them. If you see Captain Nick driving down the street, you wouldn't think he was a, a black guy. You know, if you seen him walking down the street, you wouldn't think he's a black guy. You'd probably have to ask him, what, you know, what's going on? You know, who, what, what, what are you? You probably wouldn't know unless he told you. Mm-hmm. So I didn't know. I didn't know, and I've seen him many times. I did not know, you know, he he was black. I didn't know he was black. So, you know, I, I, that's why I I, I with you know I I, I was I withheld held my uh, my judgment on the Rodney Harrison comments until I until I heard what he had to say later. And he said, hey, you know, he he apologized right away. He didn't sit on it. He probably came out apologizing. I did not know the man was was black. I didn't know. So, you know, I, I can only take I can only take that for face. But for these coons, these colonized coons out there, see that's the, a lot of these the black people in it, not one black people in this country, period. First of all, if you if you white or any other race and you got a problem with Kaepernick, something wrong with you. But if you black, you might as well die because you just don't get it. And if you you better not procreate, because you're gonna have a bunch of damn mo coons running around here. Acting just like your coon colonized ass. That's the difference well, between well, a conscious black person and a colonized black person. The colonized black person feel like the colonized black person try, uh, uh, is apologetic for for racism and oppression. They all they're very apologetic for for, uh, for any type of uh, misconduct uh, by oppressors. Uh, any lies and truth, they try to make lies truth, and they try to make truths lies. So they, they're those type of people. They are very, very dangerous. Mm-hmm. Right. Well, well, let me let me ask you this, brother. Uh, and you bring up a very good point that the colonized mind of the black individual that is not conscious to what's going on. Now, now, now let me ask you this, Willie. In today's society, where we have information that is instantaneously accessible. We are becoming more aware of our history. We're becoming more aware of our oppression and all of that. Why do you, and it's your personal take on this, why do you feel like there are still so many people, basically African-Americans, that still have that colonized mind state, that shucking the job and apologetic mind state? And I'm going to bring up another example. Uh, somebody who really disappointed me. And I'm not, I'm not going to speak too bad on the brother because I do genuinely have a lot of love for this brother. But I was very disappointed, you know, to change gears for a minute, and Cam Newton, how he changed his stance recently and started to become apologetic. Uh, and, you know, to start talking to us all, we are one, uh, we are the same race type of nonsense. And to me, it was completely contradictory to his stance last year and the recent years when that was really coming for him. I mean, you know, and I was I was one of the ones on the front line that really stood by and supported Cam Newton. But now all of a sudden I see his comments are becoming more timid and tame. And, and, and you know, Willie, I'm just going to ask you, why is it? Do you think that happens nowadays? What what takes place in the mind of an African-American man or woman that makes them change their stance like that or just become so comfortable with this, this colonized state of mind? 
Well, they use they're choosing they're choosing commerce over conscious. Uh, when in the case of Cam, in the case of Cam Newton, let's get this straight. In the case of Cam Newton, you should have known he was gonna betray you. You should have known something was up. I called this dude out three, four years ago. I told people this dude wasn't a real deal three, four years ago. I saw right through him. You know why? Because I saw him in a fairy dress on Halloween night once. Oh, no. When he was in college. And I saw him walking around here with Capri pants on and stuff. And Fair enough. You can't, <laughs> you can't, let me tell you something, man. Don't ever trust me. I man. forgot about the Capri, dog. I really did. <laughs> let me tell you something, man. You can't, don't ever, don't you, don't you ever trust a man who, who walk out the house with women clothes on. So you can't Bro. trust no man like that. Exactly. You can't trust a man that walk, walk out the house with women clothes on, dude. I don't give a damn what it's for. All of these, these people that dress up on these different, uh, different uh, costumes and stuff on, on Halloween night and all this stuff. Really, Halloween really is one of those uh, nights where people get to uh, role play and, and be kind of what they wish they could be in another, in another life. They want to like, at least experience it for a moment. You know, this is, you know, so oftentimes when you see somebody dressed up in a certain kind of Halloween suit, you know, whether they're trying to be the slutty nurse, or whether they're trying to be a cop, or they're trying to be a bandit, however they want to dress, or they're trying to be dressing like a fairy, like 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 Cam Newton is dressed. You know, that's kind of like who they want to be on, in, in, in a way. They want to kind of like live that lifestyle, even if for a moment they want to live that. They want to live a little bit like that. So, in the Super Bowl, I was one of the few black people who was vehemently against Cam Newton. I did not want him to win no damn Super Bowl. I don't give a damn if he's black. Everybody that looked like you ain't for you. And every success that a black person has just because they black does not benefit the black race. And these type of dudes, when these kind of dudes advance, when they make money, a bunch of money, when they get a huge spotlight, they are influencing little young kids, young minds who saying, man, you know, He's a big star and he got cars and money and women all over him and stuff. I want that. So when you, when they see you acting crazy and talking like a coon and dressing like a woman, they say, well, my hero did it. I guess it's okay. You see? So that don't benefit. Cam Newton do not benefit us. He don't benefit the black race at all. So, and, I, and for these black people, they say, well, you know, he give money, he give money. Yeah, the government give, been giving money for 50 years. They've been giving welfare checks for 50 years. What the hell has that got nothing? Nothing. That's, 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 that's been a, that's, they've been using Worst welfare that's, The welfare system been one of the greatest atrocities uh, uh, placed on the black community. And, and, it's, and, it, and, it was play, and, it, and it was calculated. It was done on purpose because they knew that they would suppress uh, the black community with them fake-ass checks. Giving us a ceiling, giving that ceiling. When they put the welfare system in place, they also took the black man out of the household. You see? Right, because the black so man broke, can't be in the household for in order for them to get the welfare. They broke. Why would they do something? Why would you do that? Why would you break up a home for any reason? Knowing how critical it is. So now all these years later, now they're saying, well, you know, you ain't got no baby. That's the running joke. The black kid don't have a father. The black kid don't have a father. 
Who took the father out of the house? Who encouraged the father? To, who encouraged the woman to kick the father out of the house in the first place? And who made it? Who who made it? Who brainwashed the whole whole community to think that it was okay to not have a father in the house? The system. Who did that? The government. The government was complicit in it. The government, the politicians, our politicians that we have was complicit was complicit in it. And some of them old riding old motherfuckers are still over in Congress right now. Exactly. And Willie, and Willie, last thing for you, man. Richard Richard Sherman said that he doesn't really want to get behind the Black Lives Matter. He really can't really see why he should get behind it. What 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 can athletes do like Kaepernick, other athletes that can get behind these movements? What can they do? What would inspire them to keep speaking me, out and not be scared me, to speak let, out? Let me let me explain something to you, man. Black Lives Matter is not a movement. It is, it, 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 it is an ethnicity. It's not a movement. It's the way of life. It's your fucking life. If you black, you tell me your black life don't matter? Motherfucker, I'm supporting that. If, if I hear, if an organization start up right now, the motherfucker call it really life matter. I'm, start, I'm, I'm joining that motherfucker because all really lives matter. Any motherfucker, all, if you name an organization right now, all really be lives matter. Shit, I'm joining that motherfucker. I can, I can ride with that. Because my motherfucking life matter to me. Start an organization right now called All Bald Head Men's Lives Matter. I'm riding with that. I like that. That sounds good. <laughs> <laughs> you know? It's like, it's like what, the reason why these niggas won't jump on Black Lives Matter because they scared. They don't want to be associated yep. with it because they scared and they trying to please master. If white people was not the dominant race and black people were the dominant race, that motherfucker would be all over. They, 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 they wouldn't, they wouldn't have a problem with, uh, you know, a name like that. Let me tell you, but let me, let me say this here. First of all, the name Black Lives Matter ain't nothing but an excuse for people to attack, uh, you know, an entity that, 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 that is, was put in place to an organization that was put in place to promote black unity, to promote black progress, to stop police brutality. That's all it is. The, the name of the organization could have been, they could have named the organiz, organization, uh, you know, blank, you know, blank lives matter. It could have been anything. It could have been, the organization could have been called down the street and they would have been making up all kinds of shit right now. It still would be under attack. They trying to make it seem like they attacking it because they got a big problem with the name Black Lives Matter. That ain't the issue. It could have been named Black Panthers. They came after NWACP, Black Caucus, anything. It could have been named anything, anything to promote Black unity, anything to promote awareness, to stop police brutality, to stop discrimination, anything to advance the Black race is going to be under attack. You start anything right now. You say anything that, that promotes black unity, to, that, 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 that attacks racism, you are going to come under attack in a, in a racist society. This is a racist society. It's built on racism. Every institution, every major institution we have is built on racism. All of it. It stands on, it was built on racism. It's, it was, it, it was, uh, it's maintained on racism and it's, and it's repaired on racism. Anytime there's a crack, they're going to come in and fix that motherfucker with some more racism. If there's a crack in the foundation, they're going to go back in there and fix that bitch with some more racism. 
Cause that's, because that's, that's how this country is fueled. Exactly. And Willie, I want to share this with you on the air. With me and Speech are going to start interviewing HBCU coaches in basketball and football in October to give HBCUs more spotlight on this radio program. We're in 10 different cities. We're on all these platforms. We want to use our platform to give back and put spotlight on our black sports in colleges. So HBCUs will be interviewed on this show every week now, starting in October. I wanted to share that with you, man, because we feel like we can give back to our black sports that way. Exactly, exactly. Because they do not get enough press. These are amazing organizations. And, you know, I I have a lot of personal ties. A lot of my friends and family are HBCU graduates. They play sports there. And I feel that Willie and, and, you know, you kind of alluded to this a few times. If it's an organization to help promote black unity and black progress, we need to do that. And I feel that we have all these private institutions and these public institutions educating us. We need to highlight and help uplift our HBCUs that have been educating us for 100 years when these other institutions wouldn't even let us in the door. But let me explain something to you also. One of the biggest problems in the black community is not poor, disenfranchised black people. Poor, disenfranchised, uneducated black people. It is well-to-do, enfranchised, educated black people. That's the biggest problem in the black community. And I'm going to tell you why. I'm not saying that I'm not, I'm not saying it to uh, discourage people from being educated and being affluent. That's not what I'm saying. I'm saying it because every other ethnicity out there uh, pulls their least they do something to try to pull their least up. They come back and they rebuild. They help build. You ain't got to live in the fucking ghetto. I mean, who wants to live in the... Really, I mean, let's keep it real. You know, who wants to live somewhere where, you know, walking to the store is an adventure? You know, you got the, you know, you got people that just ain't got... You got some people, you know, some people, depending on where you live, that ain't got no respect for the law, ain't got no respect for more than the law, but each other. So... You got people playing with guns. You know, you got people, uh, you know, you got the cops harassing folks. You can't get no damn sleep. Every other, you know, the damn ambulance coming every, every, uh, every five minutes. You know, kids getting jumped at the school, house and shit. You don't want to go through all of that, you know. So you try to build yourself a, you know, a better life for yourself and your, and, your, and, and your family. But these people... The black many black people who have it, man, they so they so they are so in a rush to get out and not and not look back that they leave everybody else the least the least who have it the poor and the disenfranchised to fend for themselves. They won't even go back and try to speak at a school. Many of them won't even go speak at the school and tell tell the youngsters how they did it. These ball players. Many of these ball players would not be as competitive as they are if it wasn't for the hood. It was dudes in the hood that challenged them, that made them run that ball all the way back because they didn't want to fucking get hit. But made them as fast as they are, made them as tough as they are in that paint when they playing that ball. The hood did that. Ain't no Ivy League ass school did that. The hood did that. So, you know, these lawyers out here having that short wrist. 
that 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 sharp being being witty, being sharp sharp on their uh, being uh, uh, being quick on their feet. You know, being able to ask smart people. You know, these some of these businessmen, they got that. A lot of these businessmen got that business acronym from dealing with people in the neighborhood. You got to be sharp. So imagine if you come back and you show them the right way to do it. You got to give them alternatives. If you ain't, you can't just sit back and think people going to fix it on their on their own. You can't fix, they're not going to fix, fix uh, figure it out on their own. We got enough successful people in this country that we, we have enough successful black people. We already know that, you know, Americans is not going to do it for us. We know the government is not going to do it for us. They're not, they're not for us. They're against us. You know, they really are. They are, our, our own government is against us. So, but we got enough successful black people in this country that we can go back and smash on every single hood in this country and raise up on our own. We got enough money. We got enough resources. But we got a lot of black people sitting on hundreds of millions of dollars. You know, some are sitting on a few billion that ain't going to do shit and they don't want to do shit. You know, but get more money and stuff their pockets. Mm-hmm. You're so right, Willie. Willie, uh, thank you for your time tonight, brother. I look forward to talking to you again down the road, man. You've been great as always, my friend. Hey, you're going to talk to me sooner than you think because I I got something for you. Uh, Send me me your, uh, let me see, send me your email right quick. Send me an email right quick. I'm going to send you something. I will do it, brother. I'm going to send it to you. I'm hitting you right now, Willie. Okay. Thank y'all, man. Thanks for all the work y'all do, man. No doubt. Oh, no, man, we appreciate it. It's a pleasure there, as always, for, brother. Go ahead, Willie. For the listeners out there, y'all, for the listeners out there, don't just, don't just listen. Spread the word. Don't just listen. Spread the word. And take action. Don't just listen. Don't take this information and keep it to yourself. Sharing is caring. Exactly. Folks, that was Willie D. Mo Boss Man Show after the break. It's that new way. Future Hendrix. Yeah. Uh. Oh, that's it. That's it. That's it. Hey. Travis Williams, President and CEO of Academics and Athletic Consultant, focusing on educating and empowering tomorrow's collegiate athletic leaders. My passion is for the education and genuine concern and care for today's student athlete. It's the centerpiece of my life's work. A college education, both in and out of the classroom, is a truly rewarding benefit. For more information on AAC, you can go to www.academicsandathletics.com consulting.com once again www.academicsandathleticsconsulting.com or you can follow me on Facebook at Academics and Athletic Consulting or Twitter at Coach TWheel24 or Instagram Travis L. Williams24 or you can call me at 404-542-607 Once again, 
AAC is very proud to partner with J.R. McHenry of the Bossman Radio Show, covering sports and entertainment across the country. Please tune in weekly for informative, entertaining, and expert analysis on today's sports and entertainment topics. Thank you. Hip-hop fans, I got a great album for you. The debut album from Family Grinding NC, True Speech, and 313 Fresh. We're going to give you two discs, 33 songs of pure, genuine hip-hop. Albums available on iTunes, Amazon, Google Play, illstreetrex.com, and streaming live right now on Rhapsody, Beats Music, Spotify, Xbox Music, Slacker Radio, and SoundCloud. Check them out today, True Speech and 313 Fresh, Family Grind, ENT. Believe in it, get it. show he stayed a whole two segments and it was very entertaining speech wasn't there some very enlightening information that he dropped on us bro man willie brought the heat dude oh man people y'all don't really understand how how many jewels really dropped uh, it's something that you got to listen to you got to take it all in you got to absorb it you gotta you have to pay attention if you don't you'll be doing yourself a disservice and like he said don't listen to it. Share it. Tell people about Audio Boom. Tell them about Google Play. Tell them about iHeartRadio. Tell them about iTunes, Stitcher, Spreaker, TuneIn, Blog Talk, and YouTube. Like I said last week, speak to the people. There are no excuses for not listening to your show no more. Exactly. All your excuses are officially gone. So you're with the waves, people. Give that one wave you want to be on. I'm telling you. You want to be on. You want to help encourage and spread it to as many people as possible so everybody can ride the wave. Take it from me. You won't be disappointed. Exactly. And now we go to the emails this week's speech. I know you saw some that came in, and they're pretty terrible as usual. And uh, Yeah. Yeah, they're pretty bad. Pretty I bad. will start off with the it. first one, unfortunately. Macaroni C and Tropical Speech. Well, starting off great as always. <laughs> Holla at me. I some dogs for sale. S-A-I-L, they be on die talking about you. The kite runner-up win. Contact me with containers to a lock. L-O-C-K, the dogs. Word to the, to the T. Nolan and KC at the drop next elect. Nolan, <laughs> what the hell are you talking about, dog? I mean, when he talk, when he was trying to pit bulls in a kennel, like I'm just so lost about that. None of it made any sense. None of it made any sense whatsoever in any type of form or capacity. And I am so lost about what the hell that email was supposed to say, dog. I mean, I'm assuming he was trying to go somewhere, but wherever he was trying to go, failed miserably, and he just kind of kept going through it. That's what I feel like. Like, quit rambling. Like, no, I was lost. You went off the rails, Nolan, and you just kept on going off the rails. I'm like, Nolan, bring it back in. Bring it back. He, he didn't. 
he not only did he not bring it back in, he didn't even bring it nowhere near where it was supposed to be in the first place at all. And now I'm officially lost as to exactly what the hell he was trying to say. Exactly. Yeah. Uh, but you know what, though, bro? The next one. Uh, this next one. Still, no better. Um, Lord, it says Australian O'Corner Corona. <laughs> wow. Starting off, starting off great. Be he and his family, you know about humidity and the cost of it. Does the hair slow down? Autos on got a sale on oil and cake fluffy. The wheel yam should be attainable. Is the bounce to the ounce higher? Tony in Michigan. Oh my God, Tony did not spell Michigan like this. How do you spell it, bro? It's, how do you spell Michigan, bro? Like, really? M I S H S H A G N. Tony, the fact that you spell Michigan like that lets me know that you are not from Michigan. Let me know that you've probably never been to Michigan. It also lets me know that you have failed first grade geography because I'm pretty sure every geography class has taught you how to spell the state of Michigan. And that, my good man, ain't it. It ain't nowhere near it, and it will never be it. So that lets me know that you do not know how to spell it, nor do you live in it. And no, I, don't, I have no idea what's going on, what's going on all those on, dog. I, I ain't got a clue. So, Tony. And Bye. how was humidity for sale, bro? I didn't know that you can bottle that up and sell it. Dog, it's M-I-C-H-I-G-A-N. It's literally Mitch again. It's M-I-C-H-I-G-A-N. It's so simple. There, there are no S's in Michigan. Exactly. How he got that confused, bro, I don't even know where to start. And, and But you know what got me? is like, he wants to know about the cost of humidity. I, I mean... You can't sell humidity, I don't think. I don't think that's for, I know you can buy air for your tire or oxygen. I'm Never trying to figure out what he's talking about buying an air compressor for his car or something like that. And that's the only thing I can think of. It's only that makes sense. Everything else just it seems like it's just him talking out of the side of his neck. So I ain't got a clue. Exactly. Tony in not Michigan per speech do better. Please. Exactly. Well, he, that, he, everybody well, in Michigan know I used to be in Michigan. Oh, he just may be there visiting, maybe. Huh? This is true. This is true. Maybe, I don't know, but I know that's not it. <laughs> yeah, here we go. Tommy Ballard. Sounds exciting. <laughs> I'm trying to plane, not plan, but plane my wed dick. Not wedding, but wed dick. Oh, Lord. What are oak ages ago but running? Really? I need it. I told Chico I'm trying to find the ostensible pathetic ostrich. Leonard Shield told me, G, Tracy teaching seventh Greg in Illinois. What? Well, here's my take on things. Tracy. I don't believe you teach anything. Because if you did, that email would be a lot more coherent. And if you taught seventh grade, I know the damn show that you would be able to formulate better sentence structure than you did right now at the time on time. So I don't believe you. Second, I don't know what the hell you're talking about anyway. 
Exactly. I mean, terrible, bro. Like people just, oh lord, it's complicated. People, I don't understand it. <laughs> like it's simple stuff here. This is my thing. I get that we answer your emails, but make them relevant to the show, maybe. Or a past show. Maybe, bro. Or a topic we discussed. Something. This is nowhere near what we discussed on the show. Nowhere near. I didn't know it. Like, we don't discuss what Tracy or Tony or Nolan's talking about on this radio program. Never nah, have. Never will. But I think looking at next email speech, we may have something semi normal. Well, uh see. Maybe. It says uh sports boys. Fair enough. I'll check that. I'll take that. What games are you looking forward to to Sunday? Okay, what games are you looking forward to Sunday? Ish your team gonna be God. <laughs> JP at one-handed working in. Oh my god! <laughs> it's so, so terrible, dog. I'm so just come on. That that that, on, that that deteriorated real fast, brother. It did, dog. It, it started off so well. It had so much potential to be better than what it was, and then it just got awful. It got so awful. <laughs> like it really, truly did get awful. I mean, it, it had potential to be great. It had a lot of potential, and it failed on every level. <laughs> it fooled us real quick, huh? Dude, 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 for real. Like, honestly, JP, it's so bad, I can't even address your first question. That's how bad it is. Literally, it is. It is. <laughs> I would want, like to address your question, but had you finished your email, I refuse to address your question. Because is your team going to be God? JP at one-handed working in. What does that even mean? Disappointing, JP. I can't take you seriously, JP. I'm sorry. I I think I'm going to make a decision for me and speech. We're not going to answer your email, but it's just because how bad your ending was. I refuse to. I would have to agree, bro. I would have to agree. JP, I'll be watching. Well, I will be at a game on Sunday. Take a guess where I'm going to be at. But I'll be at a game on Sunday, JP. It starts at 1 Eastern time. And it's played indoors. I'll be there. Take a guess, brother. But, final email today speech this. Open softened software. Great. <laughs> wow. Can you all come on and slide into my box for the one, two, three, like you all did at Kmart? You all can take Tums, pound in my box, count me out. One, two, three, Michelle Tyson in Newark. She gave her a whole name, bro. Why? <laughs> Why would she do that? Goodness gracious. Let's go send her an email or text. Let, let's let's go find on Facebook. <laughs> Are you really? Wow, I don't know. Was that? It sounds like it was a sexual window. It was uh, a lot of them. 
but it just got really weird. So I don't really know how to take that. Uh, remember your reference to Earl Hefner that came on our story when Duke got rock bottomed? I guess she. Got- oh yeah. <laughs> <laughs> That's what she got there from. Yeah. Michelle Tyson, uh, Michelle, uh, I just know a lot of guys on the show are going to be hitting you up via your inbox or whatever you're on. If you're, if you're using your real name in Newark, New Jersey, they, they, they're going to find you and add you, starting with this show. Yeah, yeah. I really am shocked that she actually used her government name or anything that resembles a government name. I'm, I'm just at a loss. Especially Lex is going to hit her up, his sick ass. I'm, 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 I would be shocked if he didn't. Actually, I'd be disappointed if Lex did. And she emailed him about us next week. Exactly. Well, bro, don't want the emails. What is your take on today's emails? Sports guys. I'm not mad at this. I'm not mad at that, that greeting, bro. I'm not. I'm not. I think that's probably one of the best you know, salutations that we've gotten in months. so far. <laughs> yeah, in months. I would have to put that up there. I'm not mad at sports guys, bro. I'm not mad at sports guys. Kind of pissed that people keep coming at us for, like, these really weird sexual things. Like, you know what I mean? Like, we're not into that, like, at all. So people, like, stop doing it. But, you know, we're flattered, but no. Uh, and, oh, man. Oh, dude, uh, the emails just keep getting, you know, sometimes they're really good. And then sometimes you have something like dear open softening software. <laughs> and then you just. How does it even become anybody's name? How's that even a logical name for somebody? I don't even know, man. Honestly, I don't even know. See, That's sometimes not- it's. Sometimes it's good, and sometimes it's just like, geez, like you gotta be, you gotta be. It's not even a legitimate name. Nope, not at all. Michelle Tyson. She's gonna use your government name, Michelle. It's not even a real I don't name. Think a real name. It might be. It, it might be a real name. Jesus. Yeah, but why would you give it to us? Like, I don't want your real name. Because you have to say it. Exactly. I'm not, I'm not going to cheat the listeners on the email by not saying your real name for sending it to me. I'm sorry, I'm not going to do it. Of course. So, with that being said, folks, it's been a great Thursday here with Willie D and the emails. Check it out on all the platforms we have. Catch the same bad time, same bad channel as we said in October. HBCUs will be featured on this show going forward, one a week. Uh, coach of a basketball football team, D1 or D2 HBCU. So look for that on the Boss Man Show. To be started today, we are out. Hello, my name is Travis Williams, President and CEO of Academics and Athletic Consultant, focused on educating and empowering tomorrow's collegiate athletic leaders. My passion is for the education and genuine concern and care for today's student athlete. It's the centerpiece of my life's work. A college education, both in and out of the classroom, is a truly rewarding benefit. For more information on AAC, you can go to www.academicsandathleticsconsulting.com. Once again, www.academicsandathleticsconsulting.com.
academicsandathleticsconsulting.com or you can follow me on Facebook at Academics and Athletic Consulting or Twitter at Coach TWheel24 or Instagram Travis L. Williams24 or you can call me at 404-542-607. Once again, AAC is very proud to partner with J.R. McHenry of the Bossman Radio Show covering sports and entertainment across the country. Please tune in weekly for informative, entertaining, and expert analysis on today's sports and entertainment topics. Thank you. Hip-hop fans, I got a great album for you. The debut album from Family Grind ENT, True Speech, and 313 Fresh. We're going to give you two discs, 33 songs of pure, genuine hip-hop. Albums available on iTunes, Amazon, Google Play, illstreetrex.com, and streaming live right now on Rhapsody, Beats Music, Spotify, Xbox Music, Slacker Radio, and SoundCloud. Check them out today, True Speech and 313 Fresh, Family Grind ENT. Believe in it, get it.